1: to the Utah Puck Report. I'm your host, Jane Stevens. We're doing a small show today. Uh, today, it's me and special guest, Ryan Kanasiewicz, head coach now and what, general manager, president. I know you get a lot of titles when you're the head coach there, kind of run the show. So congratulations and welcome to the show.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah,
1: it's, it's good to have you on. And we talked about it a little bit. I did an article on you uh, for KSL Sports, and uh, but the podcast hasn't had a chance to really touch on how this all transpired you're with Tim, you're helping Tim Branham build a team. And next thing you know, he's getting pulled up, like happens in the minor leagues all the time. So kind of step us through that with what happened with you.
2: Um, you know, things kind of happen quickly. Um, Tim and I were just kind of, I think it was like around labor day, just in the office, like business as usual. And he got a call said he's going up to Colorado and it was like, just kind of a whirlwind. And, um, Yeah, and then I started my, I mean, I had a pretty good rapport with Tegan Zahn, who is now my assistant, so, you know, the wheels were in motion pretty quick on that, and yeah, I mean, now it's, uh, season's off and running, and, you know, things are starting to slow down a little bit with uh, getting into routine and stuff like that, so it's kind of nice now.
1: Right, it's nice for you, because, I mean, you are a player here for a long time, and then it doesn't work out this way a lot of times for a, for a guy to to be a player in a place and then be the assistant coach and then be the head coach. So those routines that you were developing and learning as an assistant coach, now you just move over to that desk and now you're the guy. And you don't have to go to a new market. You don't have to learn new management and all their little quirks. So, I mean, that's a pretty pretty good setup for you.
2: Yeah. And, I mean, obviously uh, it, it shows a lot uh, to the organization for – for hiring within and, you know, they were, they were comfortable with me and I'm comfortable with, with them. And, you know, the, the transition has been pretty seamless so far. Obviously I learned a lot over the years uh, with Tim. So, you know, it's just sliding over a desk and uh, you know, we got uh, some bigger decisions to make now and <laughs> you know, the phone's a little busier and stuff yeah. like that. So
1: yeah, so t- Talk to me about that too. And I do want to talk about Tegan because that's, that's awesome. He was as, as hockey players call it, he was doing the Reggie Dunlop for the last couple of years where yeah. he gets to be the player slash assistant coach. So um, he's kind of that liaison between the coaching staff and the players and kind of, kind of goes into a middle management role, which is super hard for a player yeah, and and super awkward a lot of times. And, and that's, a, that's, that's awesome for him to be able to move into that spot. So that's awesome. But tell us about, like obviously you and Tim have a lot in common as far as you've watched him build teams and we've had super or really successful teams here, but uh, like you're going to have your own flair. You're, you're the Grizzlies all time leading scorer. You're known for sort, you know, your shot and flash it seems like you're going to want to bring in some of that. I, I don't know. I'm just, I guess that's my question. What, what's the Ryan can ask, which team going to be like, what do you look for?
2: Um, <laughs> Believe it or not, we we're, want to build from the back end out. Um, I'm a big believer, um, in this league, if you have a solid decor and can add good forwards to that group, um, you're going to be tough to beat on, on most nights. So, um, obviously we want to play high end with, with pace and stuff like that. Um, offense, I want our guys to, you know, be creative. Um, but I mean, obviously hockey's a simple game. Um, you got to have guys drive the net, you got to get traffic. It's all the the old cliches, but, you know, if you play the right way and, you know, I feel like the way, you know, our team's built right now with the really heavy back end and we got some really good forwards, um, you know, um, we're just going to continue to grow and, you know, we're going to be a tough team to beat night in and night out.
1: Yeah. And, and you talk about building from the, from the back. So for me that always, you know, we're talking about goaltenders. Yeah, and you're you're returning a couple from last year, um, and and that's good. You've got the local kid Garrett Metcalf. Um, you've got Peyton. Wait, is that right? Pey-
2: Peyton, yeah, Peyton Jones.
1: Peyton Jones. Last year confused me because we went through so many. We had Peyton and then Parker and then, so I got a little confused last year. But so you got Peyton Jones who got games in the A last year. Solid goaltender. Uh, he's an NCAA guy too. So you have two NCAA guys, and then there's a new goaler. I'm not sure where he came He's a WHL goalie.
2: Yeah, he was in Vancouver in the WHL. Um he's an NHL contract goalie with with the Avs. Okay. And uh he actually just got his first uh ECHL shutout last night. So, yeah. He's only 20 years old, so th- so the upside for him is obviously uh pretty big and uh, you know we're we're super excited to have him.
1: That's that's kind of what I wanted to get out cuz um you know, I get I get texts from fans and season ticket holders like, "Why didn't this goalie start? Why didn't this happen?" And sometimes, if Colorado sends you a guy, they're going to want him to see a lot of playing time and get challenged and develop, and that's yeah. that's, that's the whole point, right? So, we're going to see. Um, what's his name again?
2: Trent Miner. Sorry, Trent yeah. Miner.
1: No, that's right. I could. I just was confusing his last name. Um, so we're going to see Trent get more starts probably as as the year progresses. And and that's awesome. You've got a drafted guy, you've got an experienced guy, and Garrett Metcalf has a lot of experience too. So you guys really did build. You're you just you're there as far as goaltenders.
2: Yeah, we got three fantastic goalies. Um, you know, Trent. It's his first year pro. I mean, Peyton's second year pro, and I mean they're considered rookies still because the games last year. But and Garrett Metcalf, who's in my mind, he's just a fantastic teammate it's it's tough being a third guy sometimes but uh he handles it so well and um he knows you know with the with the long season and you know injuries obviously injuries happen and you know he's just gonna you know bide his time and wait for his chance but uh you know for the time being with Trent and Peyton here uh you know they'll probably get the majority of of the starts so
1: Right. And I'm sure like any goalie, Colorado's one of the few that puts, that lets you have three in their, in their ECHL, um, on their ECHL team. But yeah, you're, there's, that's six total spots that you're looking for some movement. Garrett's going to get in there somewhere and I'm sure I'm going to get a few practices. Well, I guess I don't know that for sure. I know Tim would have called me. I don't know if, I don't know how coach Kanasiewicz does his e-bugs, but, um,
2: he might go for the for the younger Stevens.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's you know what? he's available now too. He's yeah, a fresh college graduate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a guy like Garrett gets it. He's been around long enough to know that he's going to get his shot, and there's going to be a lot of movement in goaltenders. And that's the other thing I really kind of want the fans to understand is that it's people get frustrated with what goes on in the East Coast League as far as. Uh, our two best players and one of our goalies just got pulled up to Colorado and we had an important series with, you know, whoever with Idaho or rivals, and they kind of lose sight of the fact that we've got to develop these kids and yeah, they get pulled up. And that gives your other guys a chance to step in and, and be better for playoffs. Right.
2: Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, um, Colorado is in my opinion, the best affiliate in, in the ECHL and, uh, yeah they give us a lot of players and they're going to take players it's it's just the nature of, of the business and there's not much we can do about that um but that being said like like you said uh, we need to develop our, our ECHL, ECHL guys here and you know when their time comes um they're ready to just jump in and you know another seamless transition
0: I'm Dave Colley.
1: Getting back to a little bit about, let's talk about forwards a little bit more. You, uh, you, do you have a different place that you like to pull from? Because guys are like, ah, I'm going to go get a, uh, a skill guy. I'm going to go to the queue or I'm going to go get, um, you know, a banging forward. I'm going to find a guy out of the dub like Mason Manic or whatever. Get a guy that's going to be good in the corners. Um, where, do you have a preference on where you'd like to get your guys yet or are you just still filling that out a bit?
2: Um, Obviously me being a Western league guy, I'm pretty biased towards the Western league is, and you can see that <laughs> yeah. if we have some West guys uh, on our team, um, but you know, for, for the whole CHL, the way they're structured is very similar to the way our league is with a lot of travel, a lot of three and threes. So these guys come in and they're, they're more pro ready as opposed to you see it a lot with NCAA guys. Don't get me wrong or, they're a little older, they come in. But you see them typically have dips in the season because they only play 32 games in college.
1: Right.
2: Right. But um, this year we're not really seeing any NCAA guys come out because they got the, the super senior year. So it's, uh,
1: okay.
2: it, you know, recruiting has been uh, a little different this year. Usually you have, you know, a whole senior class come out of NCAA and U sport up in Canada. So um, you're having to find younger guys. You're having to go to, you know, uh, you see a lot of guys that played in the SBHL last year that, um, you know, with only 13 teams in our, our league last year, um, some guys needed to play and had to go down there and play. So, um, you know, recruiting has been, it's uh, just a little different. And then you, you're going to flip that on the head next year and you're going to have two classes come out and there's going to be a plethora of, of players. Right. So, uh, I'm sure it'll be a busy one come uh, next spring with, uh, you know, those two classes coming out.
1: Yeah, that's because I was, as you know, I was working on trying to bring, I'm not going to talk about who it is, but uh, Tim and I were trying to bring a goalie here who I thought two years ago was going to be phenomenal. And he started getting better and better in the NCAA. And last last season when we tried to bring him into the Grizzlies at the end of the year, he was like, yeah, I think I want to come. And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, we're going to give you another NCAA year. And now he's getting NHL looks. And is yeah. kind of, so you've got all these guys that got that one extra year to be better. And you're just going to have – it's going to be like, – you're going to be spoiled by the riches of the talent that you get. A whole other year of development before they even get here. And then there's still going to be rookies.
2: Still going to be rookie, yeah. And then the, the other class is going to come out with them, you know. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's gonna be uh, you're gonna have a lot of players available. So and yeah, this good. year, this year there's still a lot of players available. It's just uh, you just don't have that NCAA class coming out in U sport. So,
1: oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Um, yeah. What? Uh, so we just finished the weekend. Uh, you guys dropped a couple and then had a really solid game on Sunday. And like you said, uh, Trent got his first. Professional shutout, and from what I heard, looked looked outstanding on that Sunday game. What did you see that you like? Where do, where do you think you are? And did you learn something as a coach that you didn't know going into this? You're like, oh, I made a mistake, or I learned something today that I'm not that that's going to help me going forward.
2: Um, you know, I was obviously happy with with the way we played um, yesterday. That we played a full sixty minutes. Um, Trent with his first first shutout ECHL. I think he has. One in the American League from last year. Oh, okay. Um, but it was, you know, it was kind of nice with the training camp and everything coming to an end. It was just so busy to just finally relax and play hockey, you know. Um, we played a lot of good hockey um, Friday, ran into some penalty trouble. Um, power plays, I think, were 11 2 on Friday. <laughs> one of those was a three second power play. So 11, one in my, my mind. And then Saturday was just, uh, you know, could have went either way. Um, We had, you know, a lot of great A scoring chances. Um, But, you know, we finally put it all together Sunday and, you know, being a new coach, trying to throw a new system in, um, we obviously don't have a long time for training camp. So guys are, you know, there's a lot of questions. There's a lot of uh, a lot of teaching stuff like that. So, um, you know, you, the signs from yesterday as a coach was was phenomenal. So, moving forward, we you know have another good week of practice and go on the road again, and you know, hopefully, uh, you know, just build on that Sunday that Sunday win.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's great. And it looks like I mean, as a longtime fan, obviously, and as a hockey guy, it's so nice to see. You know, for whatever reason, it, I love seeing the, the Halloween jerseys. And to me, it, it had nothing to do with the jersey. I mean, they were they were great, but I'm just glad to see things getting back to normal. And there just wasn't a lot of opportunity last year for that kind of fun, loose stuff. And like you said, you get in, training camp's going, now all of a sudden you're on the road, you had preseason, and then you're, you know, you have a, a home and home stand right off the bat, and it's tough to get into your groove. But now it feels like hockey's back. And oh. and now like you said we've got a new system, we got new things to watch with the Utah Grizzlies. We got a new head coach, we've got a new assistant coach, and Tegan's on. I don't I gotta get him on because I mean everybody loves Tegan. And I feel like I uh I, I didn't mention him in the article on KSL, which the only reason I didn't is because I wrote the article before it was officially announced and I didn't want it to leak anything. Yeah. And so I, I, I love that. I, I just think the Grizzlies have done a great job. It feels like you watch teams in the pros that develop their draft picks. Right. And I feel like we've done that with the coaching staff finally. And you kind of, now you see Smurf up in the NHL all of a sudden. So now yeah. you see it's not just our players that are making the NHL. It's our, some of our former coaches are making the show too. So
2: there's a, well, path yeah, now for you, everybody, you got Tim up in the American Hockey League. Now, um, Kevin Colley's back in Allen Oh, I as, know a, as an assistant coach. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you see, uh, the Grizzlies have done a phenomenal job, develop, not only players, um, but you, you talk about Chris Shornack or old equipment guys with the LA Kings now, um, Brian Ersbombers with the Stockton Heat, um, Larry, um, Ryan Tall.
1: Ryan Tall, yeah.
2: San Diego, John Loftner's with the ASU. Um, you know, the list just goes on and on. Um, so, I mean, that's what this this league's all about is is developing and you know everyone wants to move on that's that's the goal in life and in hockey and you know I think uh you know the culture that we've created here you know bringing in good people and you know hard workers and stuff like that uh, it's it's good to see them get rewarded and you know move on up the ladder
1: yeah it's good and Ryan I'm, I'm really excited about the season and I appreciate you taking the time to come on the show I know you're you're, this is your day off and you can't go golf, but we don't want to take up too much of your time. So really appreciate your time.
2: Yeah, we'll see if the wind kind of looks like it's dying down. Maybe we can go hit some big drives downwind.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I need all the help I can get. I need the winds to, you know, correct my slice. As the joke goes, I golfed to 72 the other day, but I don't keep score. I just keep tracking how many balls I lost.
2: Yeah, I've, I've played golf there before. No, yeah, I know. We had a good but, time. Yeah, right.
1: it was a good time. It's gets expensive when yeah. you lose that many balls, but, yeah, it's good. Yeah. All right, Ryan, I really appreciate it. Okay, so you guys are on the road this weekend and then home the weekend after. Yep. All right. And yep. uh, tickets available on UtahGrizzlies.com. And, again, this is the Utah Poker Report. Once again, thanks, Ryan. Appreciate you coming.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me.